Welcome into Pat's Nation, the real Patriots postgame show presented by Corso and Catone, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Week three of the NFL season sees the New England Patriots drop yet another home loss to the New Orleans Saints, 28-13. Chris Corso alongside Mark Catone, our producer, Joe Gonieri, is with us. Has us up on YouTube live, so make sure you chat in. We get the live chat going. And make sure that, Jamark, we want them to subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. You can also catch us at Podbean and anywhere you podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Corso underscore Catone. And you give us a call 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. You can call us live or leave a message for us. Listen, we have a lot to unwrap in this uh, debacle today. Uh, Mac Mania, we're going to have our Sunday stiff, which you don't want to miss. And Brady versus Belichick. So, Mark, um, just give me your impressions before we get into Mac Mania. Just give me your impressions to begin with. Well, you said it correctly, Chris. Debacle. Because that's what this was, was a debacle. I think it was I mean, it was just, you know, I mean, I, th- I think we have a lot of things were exposed, Chris. I think we, we have a lack of skilled positions, players. We have, you know, our offensive line is, is horrendous right now. Our, our defense, when the money's on the line, is soft. It's it just a debacle. You, 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 that's the perfect word, Chris, debacle. Yeah. You know, my, my initial impression, $90 million. Just keep that number in mind for when we get, uh, a little further into the show, $90 million. So we'll get right into it. Mac Mania, Joe. So, Mark, he's uh, 30 of 51 for 270 yards one touchdown and three picks unwrap that <laughs> well one of the picks chris was one of your your 90 million dollar tag team um w- w- that wasn't an interception i mean the guy's got he's getting paid 50 million dollars he's got to catch the damn ball john new smith and then the last pick uh, well, you know, he's it, it's garbage time. He's trying to put the ball, you know, it's, what was it, 4th and 10? I mean, yeah, it's like a Hail Mary. It was like you know? a Hail Mary. I mean, I don't know if you can put that on him either. But, listen, was it a great performance? Oh, no, but but I don't think it was as bad as maybe those numbers appear to be, Chris. Um, he, he was under duress the entire game, right? The, the, the offensive line was awful. Um, he, he took a couple of sacks, maybe maybe could have gotten rid of the ball. I mean, but but overall, Chris, I, I think he took what was given to him again. I mean, there wasn't much there. I mean, they were rushing four guys, getting pressure with four guys, and dropping seven back. There was nobody open. I mean, these receivers stink. Let's let's call a spade a spade. They stink. I'm going to say it. They stink. How many times you want me to say it on this show tonight? They stink, the receivers. So I, I think he did what he could with what he has in front of him, Chris. I You know what? I don't put... I don't put this on him at all. 
I don't I don't put this loss on him. And nor do I put the interception. I agree with you with the last interception. Yeah. It was like a Hail Mary. The yeah. one to jump well, I'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> the other one he threw, you know, he's getting hit as he's falling, and then, you know, that's a ball trickles out, it goes into the other one hands. Listen, he got his ass kicked again yeah. all day long. It mm-hmm. happened against Miami, nine hits. It happened against the Jets. I don't even know how many hits. Okay, and it happened again today. I'll go. I'll, I'll get the numbers and figure out how many sacks there were for the Saints. But the hit is unbelievable, kick. Chris. You got hit all day, though. In the first half, he had he got hit nine times, and so I, I stopped. I honestly stopped, you know, keeping count of how how many times this guy got sacked. But look, the bottom line is, I don't put this on him. Like like we said, I don't put it on him because he was just under, like you say, under duress all day. And I, you know, listen, I. Yes, they got to him with four at times, but they were they were coming after him. They were coming after him all day long. In the first the half, book- they did, Chris. The second half, though, if you looked at the film of the second half, the second half, the offensive line was so bad, Chris. The second half, they didn't do that as much. They were getting pressure with four in the second half. Well, listen, and, and I'm trying to count up the total sacks right now. Um, so they had, looks like they had two sacks. They they had two sacks in the game, but but they hit them, they hit them so many times. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. And 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 listen, no, I thought they were they were bringing not as much heat in the second half, but they were still bringing heat. They were bringing yeah. guys from the edge. They were looping. They were bringing guys underneath. Some stunts that were happening. And I think they, I think, I think what teams think is that if we bring pressure, if we disguise things, if we change up the look, it's going to confuse this kid. No. No, that's BS, Mark. That's not confusing him at all. He's going through his reads. What's who's getting confused is the friggin' offensive line. That's who's getting confused, Mark, as to what's going on with all this pressure. But the book is out now. You know, the book is out on them. They can't protect them. So as far as Mac Jones goes today, yeah, the numbers stink. Okay. You know, they, they they're not good and three picks and all that. But again, I'm not being an apologist for the kid. But I'm also not going to – okay, what I will say about it is, did you did you feel some of his throws, was it all duress or was some of them – he overthrew Bourne. I mean, he what, overthrew what a couple of throws, Chris. I think he was trying to, to make something happen. Gee, isn't that what a quarterback's supposed to do? He was trying to make something happen with, with, with a lack of skilled position players – to help him do that. Um, he put, he overthrew a couple of guys, Chris. He absolutely did. But there were a couple of those overthrows. If you had a receiver that had some speed, they probably could have run under the ball. We don't have that. So, you know, but he definitely overthrew a few guys. He absolutely did. Yeah, he overthrew Bourne down the sideline on the left And there was one play in the second half, Chris. I thought he had Aguilar open in the seam down in the end zone. And I think he threw it behind him. Yeah, but but he he was under duress a little bit, but 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 that was a ball that I, I bet he wishes he had back. That's the one where they were going to the north end zone, right? Yeah. yeah. See yeah. what happened there? Those those two guys were confused on that. He, yeah. I think he thought he was going to continue on the post to the yeah. center of the field, and, and he instead he went a corner out to the to the back corner of the end zone because Aguilar had Aguilar had the guy beat. Oh, he was beat. Yeah, he yeah. he he was open. That's a touchdown. So I think that that situation, I don't know which one was on the wrong page. No. The way Aguilar responded and reacted, it looked to me like 
you know, it was probably Mac Jones bad. And then he threw over through Borden on that sideline. Of course, he's probably used to guys like Waddle and Smith being able to run under the damn ball, like that crossing pattern over the middle, right? Where he throws it and it's a little ahead of the receiver. Yeah. If that's Waddle or Smith, that's a touchdown. Yeah, well, and that just goes to your point. That just goes to your point. So they don't again, have that So the bottom line for you on Mac Jones, Mark, is what? Listen, I, listen, Chris. He's a rookie. Yes, could he do things better? Absolutely, he could. He overthrew some guys. Maybe he held the ball a couple of t- times too much. But to your point, Chris, they brought pressure from everywhere to try to confuse the kid. They didn't confuse the kid. What no, they did he, was they showed how weak our uh, the weaknesses of our offensive line and pass protection. But they didn't confuse the kid, Chris. Yeah, he took hits when he needed to. Like, he took a sack that he should have taken because, you know, there's just nothing downfield. You'd rather see him do that. But he took a sack, too, that, you know, he held the ball for a long time, couldn't see anybody open, which you could still get on the, you know, you could still get on the uh, receivers for. But he took, he ended up taking that sack when he should have thrown it away. So, listen, Mac Mania was brought, was uh, presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com. Mark, let's get to the rest of the offense because, well, you know what? Let's stay on topic. Talk about the receivers right now because I know you're about to explode on that one. Chris, okay. <laughs> you have Jacoby Myers. You have Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. I, yeah, I, I I'll give you the numbers in a second. Go I ahead. I don't even yeah. know if I want to know the numbers. I'll end up going to throw up. Chris, they, they just can't get separation. There's no separation. Listen, you are 100% right, Chris. They were bringing pressure from everywhere. You know why they were bringing pressure from everywhere? Because you can play man-to-man, one-on-one man-to-man on the outside. There's no threat of anybody running by you. They don't have to worry about that. They manned up. They brought as much pressure as they needed to to get, to, to get this kid off the spot because there's no fear of their outside receivers, Chris. So every team is going to do that every week to you because they're going to bring that kind of pressure because you don't have to worry about the outside. Your corners, even if they're average corners, are probably going to be able to handle what we have for receivers, Chris. So that's going to be a reoccurring problem every week. Yes, the intent is to confuse Jones, but now there's no, there's no fear of our receivers. It's week three. The league is looking at, okay, those free agent picks they picked up did nothing for their receiving core. They're as bad as they were last year. So they're just going to continue to bring pressure. And you're never going to get you're never going to get downfield throws when you can't do shit in the middle of the field, which, <laughs> which comes with those tight ends. So you can't do anything in the middle. You can't throw the ball down the field. Ma, Kendrick Bourne was six receptions on eight targets for 96 yards and a touchdown. He had a pretty good day. That's a pretty good day. Jacoby Myers missed five. He was nine catches on 14 targets for 94 yards. Listen, Jacoby Myers is carrying this, this receiving call, which, which is the saddest thing I've, I've ever heard. Is Jacoby Myers carrying this receiver? But Chris, ball? those numbers are a little deceiving too. I'm going to tell you why. Because well, he threw the ball. He threw the ball fifty. Uh, he threw the ball fifty times. something times, and I'm going to tell you something, Chris. If you go back and look, a lot of these receptions, it was third and seventeen, third and eighteen, third and nineteen. So these guys were picking up 10, 12 yards, 10, 12 yards. Well, if you do that five, six times, okay, you got seventy yards. It was on 30-19, so you were punting right after the catch. So yeah. so that was a little deceiving when you go back and look at how they caught those balls. 
It, you know, it, it was better. It was better in the second half than it, it was, was in the in first the half, half, for yeah. sure. It was yeah. better in the second yeah. half. And by the yeah. way, there was a Hunter Henry sighting today. He caught five balls for thirty-six yards off six uh, six attempts. We so call that his, a sighting. Yeah, five his average is pretty yeah, good. How much are we but paying him? Let's go further down the list for a minute. You know, Aguilar. That's there's nothing to talk about there. But Aguilar had eight targets, two two catches, eight targets, two catches for seventeen yards. Okay. That's what? An average of what? Seven point something a catch? That's good. And then let's How get to John the let's get to, Yeah, that was uh, one one reception off six targets for Mark. Four yards. Chris, so how much again, money are we paying him? Once again, $90 million is going to these two stiffs. Okay. What were their combined stats, Chris? And one of them had five. Their combined stats were six receptions for 40 yards off off 10 targets. I'll tell you, Chris, what a, what Asiasi could do better. Keen could do better than that. They were doing better. Chris, who was the GM that signed those guys? Look, Hoss can do better. You know, I mean, Mark, $50 million for, so yeah, so to finish with the wide receivers, yeah, again, not good enough. And it's been not good enough since 2019, Brady's last year here. They sucked then, and they suck now. Jacoby Myers was his number one. And two. Chris, Mark. this is three years now you've been waiting for a wide receiver. Brady's last year, last year, and this year. What? what I'm spitting what is, all over my microphone Chris, stuff. I, 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 my earpiece fell out. I'm so aggravated. Chris, what is the problem? It's been three years. How can you not? You had all that money last year to spend. How do you not still have a receiver on this damn team three years later? Three. Not one, not two, three. Go through the list, starting with Metcalf. Go through them. Metcalf. My mock's too disgusted to even do it. Metcalf, Brown for the Titans. Samuel, who's your guy, for San Francisco. Um, who's the kid you liked last year in the second Rondell round? Rondell White. Rondell White. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. Moore from Purdue. I loved him. Loved him. Who did we take? You took... I'm not going to swear... I'm not going to swear. I'm going to be good. I'm not going to swear, Chris. We took your buddy, Chris Bonmore. Oh, he's a steal. You don't got a guy that can catch a football. He wants defensive tackle, for Christ's sakes. You know, it's hard. It's hard to, you got, you got to take your licks. Yeah. You got to take your licks. I have to take my licks. Um, Mark, what the hell is... So yeah, the tight ends, obviously. The tight ends, Chris. Listen, it's, is it is it the tight ends weren't as good as we thought they were? Like, why can't they get open? Like, is it something we're doing? Like, I, I don't know what it is. Is it this, the the I don't know what it is. Is it the routes? What is it? These guys came from offenses where they were very productive. Mark, I, you know what? You had to bring up tight. I was ready to let the tight end thing pass and get to the running backs, but I can't do it. Jonu Smith, okay. I'm pissed off. Joe, the volume's probably, you better adjust it right now. I'm so pissed off about Jonu Smith right now. He dropped four passes, Mark, okay? He dropped four passes. He got six targets. He dropped four of them. Four of them were in his hands, and he dropped them. One of them would have been a real good catch, but $50 million, you make that catch. And not only that, not only that, one of the balls you tip and drop with your butterfingers goes the other way for six points. You so, paid this guy was that, $50 was that pass that he tipped? Was that Jones's fault? 
Oh, was, no. that on, was that on Smith? Oh, no, that's on that's on Smith. Okay. Are you kidding me? Right. Listen, if that were Asias, if that were Lacoste, yeah, I would say, you know, maybe that. But Jonu Smith, $50 million. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying $50 million. I don't give a shit. Because you give a guy that much money, you don't. That's not a move you pull right there. And he's walking around the sideline, his helmet's off. Then he proceeds to drop a slip screen pass that was right in his hands. Completely drops it. Now what? It's in his head now? So you can't throw the ball in the middle of the field, Mark. You can't throw the ball in the middle of the field because those guys suck and can't get open. So therefore, you can't throw the ball to the outside because those guys suck and can't get open. So next thing, so what do you do, Mark? You start, you throw to the backs. Go. Talk about the backs. Go ahead and leave and leave one of them for me. Okay, I know who I'm leaving for you. So, Chris, so I, I will say this. It looks like James White, they caught him off. I mean, they said it was a hip. That's, it looks like a bad injury. Yeah. That looks like a bad injury. It was a weird fall, Chris. It didn't look like anything when no. you watch the replay. But evidently, it was something because, I mean, they caught him off. So that looks like that could be a bad injury, um, which means maybe you're going to have to activate the kid Stevenson. The, the, the kid only led your team in touchdowns. He looked like a battering ram in, in the preseason. And you let the kid inactive because he fumbled the ball week one? That wasn't even a fumble? Are you kidding me? Really? Chris, you're going to redshirt this guy again? You're going to redshirt a kid that should be on the goddamn field. And I'm not even going to mention who they're playing. I'll let you get to that. Chris, in the first couple of drives, you ran the ball once. You ran the ball once, which right. made no sense to me. When you we talked yesterday on, on our Pats Nation preview of this game that you're going to have to run the ball, you're going to have to mix it up a little bit to set some stuff up because we said that they have a good defense. New Orleans has a defense. That, that was one of the strengths of their team was defense. So you're going to have to mix the, mix it up. You come out and run the ball once with that running One back time. room you have. And Chris and I have been saying for three months, the strength of this team is the running back room. And we thought the offensive line, but that's a we'll get to them. So, Chris, I don't understand it. How are you not? Damian Harris, what do they have? Five, how many carries do they have today, Chris? Five, six carries? How do you even know get the ball? Harris had... Uh... Six carries for 14 okay, yards. Okay, I was right. I Jack said Jones six had six carries. carries for 28 yards. All right. I was okay. right. I said five, six carries. How does Damian Harris, Chris, get six carries with this offense? No, I have no idea. It's it's it's, it's putrid. And, and, and the coaching right now, you know, Josh McDaniels. But listen, is, is there a reason why? J.J. Taylor can't see the field until the second half of games? Well, he's going to see the field now because, I mean, it, like you said, and, and I, I hope he's okay, but it looked like White's injury was something Oh, no. No, no, no. Hey, listen, every time J.J. Taylor touches the ball, something happens. Well, Chris, something who are happens. they using in that role? Oh, no, no. Listen, they're not going to use J.J. Taylor for James White. No, 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 no. They want to they put dreadlocks out there. They want to put Brandon Bolden on the field. He sucks. He sucks, Mark. Okay? Chris, how do you That's feel about Brandon Bolden? Bolden? Joe, I, how does he feel about Bolden, Joe? For four years, five years, I wanted to get this guy out of town, Brandon Bolden. Remember, since like 2015, I've wanted this kid out. I wanted this guy out. He sucks as a pass of a, a, a kick returner. Chris, he sucks as a running back. He really you. sucks as a blitz pickup guy. He sucks out in space. What else is left, Mark? Fourth and one? Yeah, I was going to ask you that, Chris. Why is he on the field? Fourth and one. You want to give Bolden the ball. I told you last week. I, t I won't insult you, 
I told you last week, freaking, well, Joe, Joe can run faster than him. We'll just go after Joe tonight. The hell with it, you know? Chris, Mark, but that's what you need. Sucks. Chris, that's where why that's where you need Stevenson. Why is he inactive? I can't even understand Four why. Because one, you're so on. concerned. You're so concerned about the special teams. Okay, because they play yeah. really, really well today. Yeah. The special teams. That's what you want Bolden out out there for. Special teams, so you could put him on kickoff, so he could just do this when the ball's kicked out of bounds. He sucks. He just stinks. I don't know what else to say. And he's on the field, Chris, playing. He got a lot of playing time today, a lot of touches, a lot of playing time. Yeah, because really, Belichick, you know, Belichick, you know, that's his guy. He's safe. That's a safe. He's not safe. He stinks. And then, you know, Mark, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to that. We'll get to some of this coaching in a few minutes. You know, but, but, but so the running game, Chris, listen, I don't even know if you could put anything on the running backs and say, oh, the running backs had a poor game. They weren't utilized, I don't think. I got to put that on Josh McDaniels and Belichick. The, the, running, the, the, the running backs in the running game, you know. Speaking of Bolden again, okay? Speaking of Bolden again, here's the other reason why J.J. He's a, he's a little subtle thing that everybody can pick up on. Go watch the game again. Blitz pickup. If your whole reasoning for put Bolden on the field is to blitz pickup, he stunk at that today. And by the way, when Mr. Taylor got out on the field, did you see him chipping at the end? Did you see him on the way out of the backfield chipping on Cam Jordan and then they got him under control? I don't understand then. Yeah, I don't care he's 5'6". He plays like he's 6'4 over Bolden. So again, you know, Mark, we got to get to the. How offense about you want to but... talk about ch- chipping? But when we talk about the offensive line, we're going to talk about that. Let's go to the offensive line. Yeah, let's go, let, let's offensive go. Line. Mark. I, I'm so pissed. Go ahead. You, you, you know, talk about. Chris, them. can I ask you a question? Hmm. When is the experiment going to end with this kid Isaiah Wynn at left tackle? When's it going to end? He's not a left tackle. He's not. Uh, Bill Belichick, oh, he's a genius, Bill Belichick. Well, the genius is keeps rolling out a kid at left tackle. That's not a left tackle. I mean, me, I can't even see for Christ's sake. I got glasses and it's thick, and I, you watch him, and you know he's not a left tackle. So why is he there? Mark, he was a guard that. coming out of college, coming out of college, Georgia, Georgia, right? Georgia. Georgia, yeah. He came out of Georgia. He was a guard. And they were going to make him into a left tackle. And they got rid of Brown, who now they have back, so that they could make this guy into a left tackle. Now they got Brown, and they're going to have him play right tackle. Mark, I don't understand. Look, they rushed. Mark, they rushed for 49 yards. So the offensive line stunk. Chris, listen, the whole offensive line stunk. The right side of the line is a major problem of until Brown comes back. The right side of that line is a major, major problem. But even if, when Trent Brown comes back, Chris, we were talking about this during the game. Brown needs to kick the left tackle and get wind on the right side of the put win on the right side, Chris. Win if you watch the go, I want people to go rewatch the tape, Chris. He just is, he gets beat so like it's awful, Chris. Uh, listen, it's awful. The the you know, uh, win Chris, how the about right the, Chris? Stands. How about this? How about they're trying to set up a screen? Let's talk about that. You brought that up there in the game. Like they can't get out and block. No, it, it, and and who's seventy one? Who's that left? Who's the left guard over here? I, I, I don't know who that was. I forget well, his name, Chris. Joe will look that up. Joe will. Joe might be winner. Joe will look that up for us. It was nice watching him trying to get across the field to block somebody, and he couldn't get his fat ass across there to take care of that. Okay, to take care of the screen, and White would have had. I think it was White. He would have had another twenty yards. It's so many little subtle things that's happening. Joe, wasn't okay? that Chris? Wasn't that Joe Tooney's position? 
Yeah, yep. Another guy didn't want to pay. Well, by no, because the they paid because they gave the money to tight ends. Yeah, by the way, uh, Kansas City's one and two also on the season. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about the damn offensive line. The right side stinks, and they continue to stink. Mark, did you see the play? Haran. Haran is horrendous. They need to bring Karras up from the practice squad and get him out there. Because Haran stinks, and I don't even know who the third guy is out there, but he stinks too. Tell us a little Mark, bit about Haran. Haran, Haran okay. In the, in the third, I think it was the third or fourth quarter, okay? Yeah, the right guard, Joe, is, is, is Shaq Mason, yes. But yes. the left guard, I believe, is a winner but who was coming across the field on that screen. But thank you, Joe, for looking that up. Okay. Haran drops, takes his steps back. A, a defensive back, Mark, who he's probably got 120 pounds on, okay? Put him on his ass. <laughs> Did you see that? He put, go back and watch everybody. Go back and watch the tape. Sorry to stick my hand in your face. Go back and watch the tape. He got put on his ass because he's too, you know, because he's too much of a fat ass to move his friggin' feet. His feet are awful. The worst on the offensive line. He can't shuffle out. He can't step back. He can't do anything. And a defensive back puts him on his ass. He looked like Max Lane in the 96 Super Bowl when Reggie White went over him three times in a row. Listen. I, I can't, I know last week we were nice. I mean, I told you, all you got to do is watch us to see if they want a loss. That's it. Chris, it was, and Joe's telling us, yeah, the left guard is, you're right, is Enawinu, right? But Chris, he was regressed. He had a good year last year, Enawinu. They had high hopes for him. We thought, you know, he had a real strong year last year. He's regressed. The whole offensive line was terrible. The The, the wide receivers weren't much better. And, you know, Harris only Harris took what they gave him, which wasn't much. I mean, I don't put in a lot, a lot of it on him. You know, JJ Taylor's aching to get out on the field, and Brandon Bolden sucks. So, and Chris, by the way, Stevenson Chris, is home having a hot dog. So, Chris, you, yeah. So we're talking about the offensive line. You're talking about guys getting out right. And you you had brought up earlier when Taylor's out there, he chips before he goes out. He slowed chips, down. Chip Cam Jordan slowed him down. It's so, Chris, let me ask you a question. Doing that, you got. John o. Smith trying to block Cam Jordan. Yeah, that's another one. That's another right? one. You, you that, brought that up during the game to me. And he, yeah. he blew right by him. What are you doing having a tight end try to block Cam Jordan on a deep drop, too? It's like a five-step drop. You're looking down on the field. You've got your freaking tight end with no chip. No, no, no running back to come over and help him block. That's what we mean by chip. Chip means as you're going out of the backfield as a running back, give him a little shot to help the, the, the lineman. So, Mark, I know we're spending a, a lot longer on the offense right now, but I think it bears, you know, doing that at this it moment. It does. No, you it know, does. It absolutely does. Because so, listen, listen yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll spend a little less time on the defense, but yeah, it, it's terrible. And, Mark, you know, talk about, just quickly, talk about uh, McDaniel for a minute. Because I know you're going to talk the other one later on, but well, Chris, talk listen, about McDaniel right I now. Don't, who, I, who puts them in a position to have the tight end on Cam Cam Jordan? Well, that, yeah, that's him. That's his whatever he's coming up with for play calling, whatever he's scheming, whatever they're doing, Chris. That's him. That's all on him. But I, I don't understand. Well, listen, I don't know. Is is it all McDaniel's, or is it McDaniel saying to himself, "Well, shit, this is what you gave me to work with." 
Bill. I mean, you give me nothing. I mean, the receivers stink. You've given me nothing for three goddamn years. So, um, you you want me to make chicken salad out of chicken shit? Well, that's what he's kind of trying to do here, Chris. Right? Excuse me for the phrase, but but that's what he's doing, Chris. Oh, I love the sh- phrase. You got Joe? shit to work with, right? So yeah. yes, McDaniel's absolutely, Chris. I, I I think his play calling is terrible, but I think McDaniel's at this point, Chris, is probably at a loss. Like, what the hell else do I do with these guys? I mean, I I don't have anything. I don't know what you expect me to do with these guys. You know what what I mean? Yeah, I know you're saying that right now because I know you're setting up for something else. I know it. I can feel it, and I know you better than anybody else, okay? So I know you better than your wife knows you, okay? And I know you're setting up for something, which is why you're giving them sort of a little bit of pass. Here's what I'll tell you. You run the ball one time, in the first oh, drive, you're right, you're right. You, you let the rookie, you let this kid throw 51 times today? Yeah. And when you didn't have to in the first half, and by the way, he still hasn't thrown a ball into the end zone, in the red zone. He still hasn't done it. $90 million, you don't throw the ball in the end zone in the red zone. Something's wrong. Something and that was supposed to be, Chris, there. that's supposed to be Hunter Henry's specialty. Something doesn't jive. It's not mixing for me. I don't understand the thought process. You're going to let him throw 51 times. You're not going to let him throw into the end zone, uh, in the red zone. I, Mark, it's blowing my mind, okay? The offense blows my mind a little bit. And even with that, though, it was, a, it was, a, it was an eight-point game coming down the stretch anyway. And uh, the next group we're talking about could not – they come up with a stop again. They couldn't couldn't come up with a stop. Deal. So yeah, Mark. On the other, on the uh, you know, and so when we come back, okay, we're going to talk about the defense. So Joe, take us the break. Disgusted. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce? If you don't have anyone that's going to give you the right advice, now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we want to always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance, and drop. We are special sauce pilots. With the Pats Nation, as Joe says, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching. So, Mark, they, they, you know, when it's the same story with them, you know, from the Miami game to now. Forget the Jets game, but the Miami game and this game. When they need to get a stop and get off the field. You know, the day looks okay, but when they need to get off the field, they can't do it, this defense. I, I mean, Chris, listen, what, you, listen, I get they, they looked. I mean, they only allowed, they they only allowed 128 yards passing. They they allowed 13 to 21, which is a decent percentage, 128 yards passing, yeah, two yeah. touchdowns. But one of those was a well, was a terrible play by Jones. But go ahead. Yeah. So, Chris, listen, they, they, they looked a little shaky early and that's their MO. And then they settle in and they play better. But to your point, and, and listen, Chris. They held him to, you know, the guy missed a couple of field goals, but that, you know, 
So the score could have been a little bit different, even more. But the defense settled in a little bit in the middle of that game and, and did what they do. And then at the end, though, Chris, like you said, when you need to stop to get the ball back, you, your offense comes to seems to come to life. They got a spark. They score. They're down eight. You're going to get the ball back. They go on a seven-goddamn-minute drive. Not only did they go on a seven-minute drive, Chris, they pushed you all over the goddamn And they put it in the end zone. Field. And they put it in the end zone. But, Chris, it was the way they did it. They pushed them all over the field. It was just, they, they just, man, they just, they, they inserted their will on us, and we allowed it. When is the last time you saw a Bill Belichick team, a team inserts their will in the fourth quarter, on your offense, when you were to get the ball back, this is twice in two weeks on their home field. Last year. That's the last time I saw it. Last yeah. year. Because it's yeah. been like this now. The running yeah. defense, the run defense has been like this now for yeah. two years. Yeah. Mark, 38, 38 rushes for 140. Again, 140. Last week they allowed 150. They're giving up 150 yards week, a game. They're 142 yards and one touchdown. You know, it's, it's, it's 38 carries, so... It's 3.7 a carry, which isn't the percentage. You know, it's not bad. It's they rushed 138. But it's still 150 Right. Yards. I mean, it's they rushed 38 times, you know. So, and Kamara, they held him under 100. They held him 24 rushes for 89 yards. His average was 3.7. Hill was 6 for 32 out of 5, five an average. So, look, yeah, 142 yards stinks, but on 38 carries, it's not horrendous. But the problem with the – listen, the first half of this game – I thought the secondary was lousy. I thought they were loud. I thought they were too soft. They played off ball way too much, meaning gave too much cushion to the wide receiver and couldn't close. Mills had that problem. Jones had that problem. And McCordy had that problem. I saw McCordy come up to make a tackle. His head was looking down in the ground. That was in the that was in the that was on that last drive, Chris, when you needed you needed a stop. He did that. That was on Taysom Hill. I mean, what are you kidding me? Really? You you can't tackle what you can't see. No. You know, if you're Chris, head, that's you the first thing you Chris, ever teach. Teach defensive backs when they, from when they were eight years old, seven years old. Who teaches that technique? Lead foot, lead shoulder, okay, head off to the side, head up, wrap, roll. That's how you tackle. Everybody, that's how you tackle as a defensive back. You don't tackle with your head down like this here, Mark. With your head down on the ground. Everybody can see that ball. You know, you just don't do it that way. And, and I thought the defensive backs played better in the second half than they did in the first half. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's not good enough. And it's not like the Saints receivers are, you know, what we're going to see next week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, Chris, let me ask you a question. Lawrence guy, did he sign a one or two year contract? Was that two years we gave him again? Yeah, except it's too too many. Oh my God, Chris, he's he looks awful, Chris. He looks he, again today. Guy looked awful, absolutely yeah. awful in the middle of that defense. Mark, listen, I'm going to give you the. Um, See, and this is what I'm talking about because I'm looking at the receiving numbers. And again, I feel like they played soft in that first drive. I, I listen, I can't put it on, I can't really put it on them. When you cough up the ball on like the seven yard line or whatever, and they take it back, or they, they take it back to the seven, yeah, that's listen. tough. He, they brought them to three downs. They, they, yeah. they forced them three downs to score a touchdown. Yeah. And yeah. Winston's dropping back. And I thought Jones played that ball awful the way Jones played that ball in the back of the end zone. But so when you look at the numbers, 
they only caught 13 passes off 20. I mean, he only he only had 20 attempts. Yeah. 21 attempts. They caught 13 of them. I mean, for 128 yards. That's not he only had 142 yards passing. That's not a lot, Mark. No, it's not. It's not, Chris. It's not. It was two drives. Yeah, Mark. I, I it, like I said, it doesn't pass the eye test. Again, what's the eye test, Mark? Chris, listen, I get it. You want to talk yeah, about the eye tell test. everybody what what's see? the eye test? Well, the eye test is what you see. They just don't. Yeah, the numbers look good, but then when you when you watch them. So the numbers, okay, they only gave up 147 yards passing. They only gave up 3.7 yards of average on the running game. Hey, they had a good game. But when you actually watch them, the eye test, what are you actually seeing? Never mind the stats. What do you see? It, it just yeah, it it doesn't, doesn't look, look right. It doesn't look right, Chris. It doesn't, it doesn't look, look right. right. You know why, Mark? Because when they need stops, they can't get them. Nope. Now, their, thir- their, thir- their, three down, their um, third down percentage getting off the field was good after the Miami game, and it's gone down, I think. I mean – it wasn't good in this game. It wasn't good. It wasn't good for like three drives that were really important. And look, when you have a D, an offense like this that's playing this poorly, you got to get off the field in key spots. Somehow, by a miracle, that offense was able to get back in the game. And I'll, I'll say it: it was the defense that allowed them to get back in the game in the second half. But but Mark, what did we we were on the phone talking about this? What we said it after they scored the touchdown. What did I say? Watch what's going to happen here. Oh, they went down the field. They went down the field and they scored a touchdown. Even Chris, a field goal puts you it allow, out of reach. You allow them to, you, and they, they ate up seven minutes. Seven, pretty much about six forty-five. They ate up. So almost seven-minute drive. They went on. It's it's third and seven. You, you got an opportunity to get off the field, and you're you're playing so soft. Well, Mark, was that the little slant they threw? No, yeah, was. that was yeah. a third down. That was a third and short or fourth no, and slant short. Was like the, the slant was a third and short. Right. And 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 here's the problem I had with that. You got a third and short like that, and you well, got they everybody. They stacked the box. They right? stacked, no, they brought everybody to the line, and they were going to come. Saying. Oh, they and, were coming. I thought, okay. I thought, they were, I thought they were up for against for the run, Chris. If I'm calling that, if I'm calling that play on defense, and I'm going to give him that zero look with everybody in the gaps and everybody up on the line, I'm pressing. I'm bringing my corners flat up to their face because it's not like they can, they got so much speed that they can beat you downfield on a third and short. Yeah. Pull him up, take away the inside, stand on his inside, get right in his face, give him a bump and let your frigging pass rush get home. You know, like to me, it's to me, is it Mark is, am I missing something? In my breakdown of this? No, no, not at all. Chris, listen. Listen, we've talked about this in the past. Their position group coaching, right? We talked about this last year. We weren't impressed with their position group coaching. It, it goes, you know, your linebacker coaches, your defensive line coaches, your quarter, you know, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Belichick is in charge of bringing in those assistants and overseeing it. I'm not letting him off the hook by no means today. But, yeah. but, Chris, what are they gonna? Who's? What are they got on the sidelines? Calling plays. Who's calling the defensive plays? I don't know. Do we even, do we even know who calls the defensive they won't, plays? They won't name a defensive coordinator. I, I don't even know who calls. Bel- I think it's Steve Belichick, but I'm Steve not. Steve Belichick really... will not will not will not be on a football staff when Bill Belichick retires, unless it's one of Bill's friends. He won't be on anybody's staff because he stinks. Mark, the only guy to me that's worth that's that's worth talking about on the defense in a positive way again is Judon. 
Yeah. I mean, I thought Judon had another good game today. He was where mm-hmm. he needed to be. I mean, he got pressure on the quarterback. Mark, uh, can we can we put? Yeah, Dietrich Wise made one play today. Oh, and you know okay. who made a couple of plays today, Chris? Not a lot, but a couple. He he. he Don't he, say he, Bentley to me. No, no, no. I would never say Bentley. He slid, used his hands, got off, got off blocks, made some tackles of the running backs. It was gotcha. He did. He played better today. He Guy better still today. sucked. I'm not, I'm not saying Guy sucked, and, and Guy's a problem. Anderson sucked. Anderson Davis, they sucked. all, you know, the rest of those, yeah. All Barmore. free agents. Bonmore. Bonmore. Don't get, don't get me started with your buddy Bonmore. I love Bonmore. Bonmore. Chris is from another era. Defensive tackle in the second round. We need, you, gotta, you don't got a receiver that can catch a goddamn ball. He wants the 310-pound tackle. Get him. Yeah, Gotchow had five tag. I'm not paying attention to this. Gotchow yeah, had yeah. five. He had five five tackles. Bentley had. He's still leading. Six tackles. One but assist. Gotchow, Chris, I thought played a better game today. That's he kind of stood out to me. Like and plus, watching some of his technique, Chris, he was using some good technique today to, yeah. to shed blockers, which is what you would teach a defensive lineman to do, right? I mean, I know you're. You, that's what you would teach your defensive lineman to do. What he was actually doing today. So yeah. I, I thought Gotchow had a better game today. Right, and Judon had two and a half sacks. So, I mean, he continued. And I thought Phillips had a, had a pretty good game today. But all in all, they're just a oh, team you, that you, can't. You know who had a poor game, Chris? was Duggar. Yeah, he was he was in spots he shouldn't have been in. He, he was lost coverage of, he, a lot. Yeah, today. He, he was he was yeah right. I mean he that really touchdown, did. Chris Van Oy forces Kamara inside, and, and and you brought this up during the game when I was talking to you that Duggar blew that. Tell us how he blew it, Chris. Remember the play, Van Oy forces Kamara into the middle. Duggar's supposed to be there. Duggar. Oh, my God. Right? So so that first touchdown pass, okay, when he hits him up the seam. Thank you for reminding me of that. Okay. So you have you have the linebacker, you have Duggar in the middle, and then you have another linebacker. Okay? So they're clearly in a zone. You could see it off the – they're in their own little zones there. And he's got the high hole, the middle hole there. Here comes Kamara off the line into that little seam. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. There was another receiver that came across, a little drag across. His job is to push him to the linebacker. You know, you, 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 out, 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 something he's saying to him. He pushes that guy to the linebacker and sits in that zone. Meanwhile, Kamara comes out. He delays out into the seam. Duggar's there to make the play. Instead, he goes with the first guy and leaves a gaping hole in the middle of the damn defense. I about lost my mind when I saw that. These are professionals, Mark. I got the, I got the high school kids that are doing better than that, that are trading guys, t- trading routes off. So, yeah, Mark, listen, and we got to get the break because I know on the, the, the next thing coming up, it's probably going to take a little while. <laughs> but uh, all in all, Mark, the defense just, they can't get a stop when it's crunch time. Chris, I think... You said it right, and we've explained it now two weeks in a row. The defensive stats don't necessarily look bad at the end of the game, but they just don't pass the eye test. And, and I think you've said it perfectly, Chris. They don't pass the eye test. It is. I know. And by the way, they can run play action on that side of the ball when they're actually running the ball. But we – and Jones does really good on our side with play action pass, except here's the thing. you got to run the ball you got to be able to move the ball in order for play-action pass, in order for the defensive backs and linebackers. Oh, he looks good. He's hiding the ball. Nice. From who? Who's he hiding it from? Those guys in the backfield don't respect the run at all. Uh, Jesus. So when we come back, Joe, uh, we come back our Sunday stiff. 
It's that time again for a timeout from Pat's Nation for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years' experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to Corso Law group.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Now back to Pat's Nation. Back in with more Pat's Nation. Uh, I told you all at the beginning, you're not going to want to miss the Sunday stiff today. Joe, let's have it. I defer to Mr. Catone. <laughs> okay. Chris, I think, listen, there were several stiffs. All right. And, and Can I, you I give wrote, it to the whole team? Or give well, it to the whole offense? Chris or, and I uh, were talking to Joe before before the, we, we, came, <laughs> we came on today. We're like, can we have four or five Sunday stiffs? For, you know, wow. Is there a limit? Right? I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick one. My Sunday stiff is the head coach, Bill Belichick. That's my Sunday stiff, Chris. The offense is, is play calling is terrible with McDaniels. Who does he report to? He reports to Belichick. So, yeah, you said McDaniels, that you didn't like the play calling. I was being soft on McDaniels. I was being soft on McDaniels because Belichick's the boss. Belichick's been watching this for three goddamn weeks now. Like, you know, pull Josh aside and say, Josh, it's time we mix things up. Oh, wait a minute. You can't mix things up because you gave him shit to work with. Jesus Christ, who's the general manager? Belichick. Is the general manager who brought in your hundred million dollar tight ends? The coach, the goddamn coach, brought him in. The whole Chris Belichick Guerrero kind of hinted that he was a dinosaur. I'm gonna agree with Alex Guerrero now. You didn't he agree with him dinosaur. yesterday. Oh, you didn't agree with him yesterday. You changed your mind now for one I game. I changed my mind. He's and a dinosaur. By the way, you like those two tight ends. When we, when we gave those guys, oh, we got the tight ends now? We're ready to go. Joe, we're going to go back and listen go to that back, tape. Go back. I liked one, not two. One, one, one. Chris, that's an – listen, all kidding aside, that's a different era of football. You're lining up two tight ends. You're do- that's a different era. That era's gone. As much as we want to say, oh, Belichick is a genius. But listen, the last two Super Bowls we won were Brady Super Bowls. They weren't Bill Super Bowls. I'm not saying Bill didn't have something to do with the earlier Super Bowls. Listen. The I last think Bill three, had everything to do with the earlier Super Bowls. The last we've, always, weeks, we've always said that. And you said, you in Mark's defense, you've said Brady from 2010 on. Listen, the last, listen, I just think, Chris, every week it's compounding more and more. I it, it, I don't know if Belichick, it almost seems like, Chris, and, and you'd be, I mean, the guy's supposed to be a Hall of Fame coach. He's at a loss, Chris. He don't know what to do with this team. He put this team together. But it's like, he, I don't think he knows what to do with them, Chris. Wait, like, it's the same thing every single week. What, what do you do with this personnel? What do you do with this team? What, well, you're the goddamn coach who put them together. It's on you. You're the head coach. So I don't want to hear all this bullshit. Oh, it's the, it's the defense. It's the running backs. It's the reset. You put this goddamn team together. Ultimately, it falls on you as the head coach. You failed. Failed. F. Failed. Belichick's my Sunday step. I thought you were going to give Belichick for one other. I thought you were giving McDaniels a little bit of a pass, and Belichick 
you know, you're crucifying for another reason, you know, which is what you were talking about during the game, that it's time to turn the keys over. Well, I'm right? not going to get there yet, but I'm getting there. That, that may be uh, during Pat's Nation next week. I'll talk. I'll bring that up. That might be Michael Jones' comments next week. Well, you'll have the opportunity to after the Patriots-Bucks game. I'm pretty sure after watching this debacle today. So, Mark, for me, if I can (laughs) – I got so many. I agree with you with Belichick for a reason. The special teams sucked today, and that's his thing. You put Bolden back there when he shouldn't be back there. J.J. Taylor should be there. You got a blocked punt, okay, because not only does your offensive line suck, but your punt, your your punt form, your your offensive line on the punt uh, team also sucks. Offsides, jumping, false starts. You're right. That's on him. The special teams is come solely, squarely on that guy. But Mark, how do you not give the Sunday stiff to Jonu Smith? Fifty million dollars. Fifty. Fifth, which Chris, way do who, I got to Chris, do? Who, who gave him that? Chris, who gave him that money? Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, you can say that about it. I mean, every week you could give it. Every week they Chris, stick, you could give it to Belichick. I mean, that's 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 the cop. Every every single week, it's if they all suck, you can give it to Belichick. You know, right? If the whole team sucks, the buck stops here, you give it to Belichick. Let's pinpoint who sucked. And in who sucked today was Jonu Smith. He dropped four balls, four catch, very catchable balls for a... Uh, you know, for a $15 million, I'm going to keep saying it, for a $15 million tight end. And one of them went for six points the other way. That's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. That may be okay for, you know, Keen or, or, or Lacoste or some stiff that isn't shouldn't be playing in the NFL. But hey, this but, stiff. Wait a minute. They shouldn't be playing in the NFL. They're on our roster. Hey, Jesus Christ, who brought them in? Yeah. So, to me, it's... Uh, Again, it's Jonu Smith. He was terrible today. He hasn't shown up yet all season long. And I'm not sure if he's ever going to show up. So, to me, that's a Sunday stiff. And, Joe, you know what? We don't. I don't have anybody sitting with us today. I have nobody at the Sunday seat sitting next to us. Not one person. Sean Payton, he can sit with us right now. The coach of New Orleans can sit with us. That's it. So, our Sunday stiff was presented by Corso Law Group. I'm disgusted. Arizona's leading criminal law firm, Corso Law Group. Chris, I might have as my Sunday seat one of the one, one of the guys he never drafted. Maybe I'll bring one of those guys as my Sunday seat. What Metcalf? Or yeah. any of them? Any of them? Any of them? Well, Mark, since 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 you're already on the war path regarding this guy, let's get to Brady versus Belichick, Joe. All right, Mark. So listen, the reason I'm turning around is because the Bucks are playing right now. Brady it's hasn't a tie thrown game. a touchdown. It's yeah, a tie, it's a tie game. game, but he hasn't thrown a touchdown yet. But we listen. Forget. Put, take Brady you, off. For, you gonna second. even ask me who 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 who? No, I don't care if he throws five touch five interceptions today. It's Brady over Belichick this week. Yeah, Mark makes his position pretty clear and. You know, I'm giving it to Brady, too, without even seeing what Brady's going to do today because I think the Rams are going to beat him. Um, So I'll say this. I'm pissed off at Belichick, yeah, because not so much because of who he brought in and who he drafted. Yeah, that's enough to get pissed off about. But, But for the body language, the performance of the team, the way they look, 
the way they're carrying themselves. They're not carrying themselves like a typical New England Patriot team that we saw for 20 years. Now, again, you can give Brady you can give Brady credit for a lot of shit, okay? But everything, I mean, you can't give him credit for everything, but you know, the way the team carries themselves and 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 the way they act and behave and you know, that's the coach. I mean, that's on the head coach. This Patriot way that you gave Belichick so much credit for yesterday, okay? Yesterday, Joe, yesterday, Mark was talking Belichick up. You give him credit for, for building the Patriot way, and so do I. Well, where the hell did it go? What happened, Mark? You know, I don't want to agree with Guerrero because I think Guerrero's a rat weasel. That's who I think Guerrero is. I think he's a thief and a weasel. So I don't give credence to anything Guerrero says. But I will, again, the eye test. And it may be ready. It may be time. It may be time. He's been coaching for 47 years. So, Mark, maybe it's time, right? Oh, I thought I, mean, I, I, had, I, thought I had my keys with me. I don't. I was going to turn the keys over to somebody else <laughs> because that's what I don't have my keys on me, Chris. That's where I am at this point. I've been telling you this for 18 months. If you're going to really turn the page from the Brady era, you're going to have to turn the page from Belichick. And then you turn the page from that era. It was a great era. It was the greatest era you'll ever probably see in the history of football. But it's time to turn the, it's time to turn the page. And to turn the page, I hate to say it, it's going to be turned from Belichick too. And well, you, give this, you. you give this kid Mac Jones, you turn him over to a young coach, offensive-minded coach, you bring in some receivers, you bring in some offensive weapons, maybe you get some defensive coaches to help, right? Whatever, I don't know, but I think you go into a new era of New England Patriot football, and 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 and, and there's no more Brady, there's no more Belichick, there's no more of that conversation going on because Belichick's moved on, Brady's moved on. It's a new era. You got a new quarterback, a young kid. Give him weapons. Do what you got to do. I think it's time. My opinion, Chris, at this point. Yeah. Listen. Listen, and, and they, listen. They could win nine games in a row. Nah, I, I, but I, I Mark, is there anything that shows you that nah, win nine I'm, games I'm in a row? I'm going to use your line, the eye test. The eye test tells me they don't, they're not winning nine games in a row. They're not winning nine games in a row. So, again, you know, I, I give it to Brady this week. I give but, it to Brady. And I, you know what? I come down on Belichick again this week because precisely because of the, the damn special teams. Everything seems to be fading, fading, fading. So, Brady versus Belichick was brought to you by Jag Media Productions. Uh, everything looks good today, Joe, on uh, the Jag Media Productions. So, Mark, hey, time time to wrap it up here already in the show. We could talk for another three hours on this, hey. but let's get let's get going with our two minute warning, Joe. Mark, uh, final thoughts. Debacle, debacle. You said it. You, your opening line. When we came out an hour ago, this was a complete debacle. And, and you couldn't have said it any better, Chris. This was a complete debacle from from offensive play calling, Josh McDaniels, from, from special teams, defense being being soft when they, you needed them to come up with a stop, uh, uh, offensive line play, wide receivers, tight ends. It, it's just it was a complete debacle. You want to pick, I mean, you want to pick an area to focus on. And I don't think you can have anything positive to say about any of them, Chris. And and that's a scary thing because we know who's coming in next Sunday. Number 12. And guess who's flying in? <laughs> you know what? I'm, 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 I'm on, right now, I'm on the fence on that. I'm on oh, the fence Joe, whether I want to get Joe. on plane and go six and a half hours just to watch that crap, you know, in the stadium. You know Maybe what I mean? So I can fly. I so I can it. be on the... 
I so I could be on the plane going back saying, what the hell did I do this for? I again? said it to you in the last 30 seconds of the game today. Maybe, just maybe. Uh, Chris, they, they, it's a must-win game. If you lose next week, you're one and three. You yeah, got to win a game. They're going to get their ass kicked next All week. All right, we'll see. Okay? If we'll everything. See. All right, my, 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 quick, my, quick, my quick final word is this. If you're gonna if you're gonna pin this all to Belichick, then you know who else is gonna catch shit. Hey, listen, if if you're gonna say Belichick's done, turn the keys over, then why the hell did Kraft in 2017 not pay that man and turn to Belichick and say, hey, I'll run the risk of a 67 year old guy going somewhere else and walking out on us because I need to pay the guy who's over here winning Super Bowls and I'll give him a 10 year deal. I don't really care. Okay, yeah. that's my final thought. You already know what I think of the game. So. Two-minute warning was presented by Corso and Catone. The real deal, New England feel, every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to be getting in to that Bucks and Patriots breakdown for sure. So, Mark, some people to thank tonight. We want to thank the good people over at Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com. Jack Media Productions. Joe, everything looked great today. Nice job. Studio 42 Designs. For all your graphic design needs, studio42designs.com. Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal defense firm. CorsoLawGroup.com, allow us to be your voice. And Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading home watch and security firm. Joe Guarneri, as always, our producer director, we'll have to thank him. Everything was real tight today, Joe, so thank you very much, including dealing with Mark and I and our... Uh, just share disgust. The Bucks are coming. The Bucks are coming. The Bucks are coming. Feel like uh, Paul Revere. The Bucks are coming, Mark. The Bucks are coming. <laughs> Join us next week for the Pats. To, for the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. And now the program note: we will not be on thirty minutes following the Bucks game. We will be on one day following. You'll be drinking a bottle of bourbon after that yeah. game. We're going to be on Monday, October 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you get that note. Uh, October 4th, 7 p.m. Yeah, we're going to need a day to, to absorb all this nonsense. So, yeah, October 4th, 7 p.m. Eastern. And make sure you tune in to Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel, Saturday, also every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And this week, we're going to be previewing again that Patriots-Bucks game as the Buccaneers come into New England to face them. 820 Eastern, Sunday Night Football. God help us all. So, for Marcatone, Joe Guarneri, I'm Chris Corso. The final score in this debacle is the New Orleans Saints 28, the Patriots 13. They drop to 1-2, and, and the first two games at home, both losses. So long, everyone. <laughs>